following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back. Welcome to another episode of Fantasy Beast and Where to Find Them. We've made it almost through an entire year, guys. We actually might have made it through an entire year at this point. Uh, but the Super Bowl is done. The gambling's over. We get to shift quickly to uh, the off season, uh, And in the offseason, we'll start being joined by uh, not one, not two, but now apparently three full-time players. Uh, co-host with me uh we've already discussed our good my, my friend jason my cousin jason he will be officially joining us this next episode after today um and then in about a week and a half our friend of the show kevin and his brother will be joining us as full-time hosts uh but today will be a little bit shorter a little bit more to the point uh we've gotten through a lot of the season and i'm sure you guys are almost footballed out um We'll discuss the Super Bowl just a bit, quite honestly. Uh, an intriguing game. I mean, a lot of what's going on is the refs really kind of uh, costing the game. But nonetheless, what we what we didn't really expect. I mean, there's some stuff we, we expected, there's some stuff we predicted. We'll talk about that. I'll talk about that in a second. But I don't know if anybody in their right mind really expected it to be a three-point game down to the last drive, Cincinnati's still in that with the Rams. Uh, the Rams, first and foremost, I guess the thing you can say, they went for it, they went all in, and they hit. They, they look like geniuses. There's been a lot of rumors, a lot of murmurs coming out. Uh, that Aaron Donald possibly might retire. And that Sean McVay might retire. And I don't think any of those are going to be a thing. Um, I think it's just hearsay afterwards you know you got you get a big win a lot of people are, are looking at McVeigh going well he's in cap hell he has no picks what's he do from here I, I mean he's gonna get paid one way or another so I don't see him retiring anytime soon he's still one of the youngest head coaches in the league Aaron Donald uh yeah I mean he's been around but it's not like he's in Dominican Sue the dude's been around Sue's been around since I think oh eight oh nine um I mean Donald Donald's still just just uh, gonna be thirty one. I mean, he he's been in his fair share of years, but like, I, I definitely don't think it's gonna be something where you gotta look at it and go, oh, he's gonna definitely be done. the uh, The game comes out at the end as twenty three to twenty Rams over the Bengals. Couple uh, missed calls in the back half. Refs almost as people are saying hand the game to the Rams. However. They miss they miss calls for the Bengals too, guys. The refs, we've talked about this in the past. You can you can only go so far blaming them. It's coming from a Bills fan. The Bills Mafia loves to blame the refs. Uh that's a Bills fan telling you you can only get so far in life uh blaming the refs. But 23 to 20 Rams victory. Uh I'll start it off by saying this. Uh friend of the show, Ryan Pisdrum, came on the just last week. Uh the Friday episode we talked about gambling. He said bet the under. Usually don't, but uh he said here bet the under, and he hit. 
40, 47 points a game time, I believe. Uh, only 43 accumulative points between the two teams. I'm going to the players here. Um, Matt Stafford, he was 23 of 40, 283, three touchdowns, two picks, sacked twice. Cooper Cup did attempt a pass. That was an interesting one. Uh, over, under, on on attempt or people attempting passes in the game was set at, I believe it was set at two and a half. So anybody who else threw it, you would have hit on that. Cup, Stafford, Mixon and Burrow all attempted a pass. Rushing-wise, uh, lead rusher for the Rams, Cam Aker, 21 yards. Daryl Henderson got four rushes for seven in there. He did not look the same player he was midway through the season. Cooper Cup, one rush, seven yards. Matt Stafford, three of six. Uh, Sony Michelle, two of two. Uh, Cooper Cup leading the way receiving-wise, eight of 92, two touchdowns. Odell Beckham, two of 52 and a touchdown until he uh, tore his ACL. Rest up Odell, a big, big concern there. A guy who's going to free agency, and we'll see exactly how long it takes to recover for him, but that could hamper what he signs for. Uh, Bryson Hopkins, the second-year tight end, a guy who I was very high on last year. He's coming out of Purdue. He was a fourth-round pick last year, and uh, he had a game, 447. It will be interesting to see how they move forward with Hopkins uh, possibly emerging after that game, uh, Daryl Henderson, three of 43 receiving out of the backfield. Van Jefferson, one of the bigger disappointments, Ryan and I were very high on him to be the touchdown score, have a, a reception over 17 yards, and uh, he didn't do much of anything. Four of 23 yards. He did have a baby, though, that night, so that could have been part of it. Uh, Cam Aker, three catches, 14 yards. Uh, ben Skrwanek, two of 12. Kicking on the day, Matt Gay, uh, one of one on the field goals, two of two for the extra points. Just a a really interesting game there. The Rams held in long enough with what they needed to. Uh, Rookie, Ernest Jones leads away tackling. He's got seven total tackles, one sack. We've got Ashawn Robinson. He was, I believe, a pretty big... He, he was a, a bigger free agent signing for them, former Detroit Lion. He has six total tackles, a sack on the day. Leonard Floyd with a sack. Aaron Donald with two. Von Miller with two. Um, I mean, the over, and we talked about that in here, was five for both teams. And the Rams alone produced seven. Um, so the Rams really had a day there. Cincinnati, on the other hand, Joe Burrow, 22 of 33. Uh 263, one touchdown. He was sacked seven times. We already discussed that, but that's a huge, huge thing. Joe Mixon, one of one, six yards and a touchdown for him. Uh, Mixon, 72 yards on the ground. Jamar Chase had a, or had a uh, rushing attempt, one for four. Joe Burrow, two of three. And Samaje Pirine uh, got two attempts, didn't get any yards rushing. And, and I guess the, the big story there is he's the guy who took a lot of the carries of the back half of the game when, when it was needed. T. Higgins did lead the way. It's something uh, myself and Ryan said we'd really like Higgins on the over. Higgins, for two touchdowns, would have paid out quite huge, and he did indeed have two touchdowns. Jamar Chase, 5 of 89 receiving. Tyler Boyd had a better day than expected, but still wouldn't have hit anything. 5 of 48. Uh, Mike Thomas, 1 of 17. C.J. Ozuma, 2 of 12. He was not the player we had hoped he would be either. Uh, Evan McPherson, he was over on points expected. Uh, line was set at 7.5. He hits 8 exact. Two, two of two for field goals, two extra points. Um, 
Kevin Huber punted six times. The leader for the Bengals, Logan Wilson, nine total tackles. Jermaine Pratt next in line with eight total. Uh, Sam Hubbard, eight total. There were two interceptions of the day, Chidobe Awuze and Jesse Bates. Trey Hendrickson got out to the lead with the sack party early, and then it kind of went downhill from there. Um, I mean, some of the some of the stuff, it was an interesting game for sure, but it's not what a lot of people would hope for. It really does pose the next the next question of where do these teams go next. Um eh. There's there's a lot of pending free agents out there. Um, it's it's not going to be obviously easy for the Rams to to repeat. The Rams going into this are going to lose Von. Well, Von Miller hits the market. He's an older player. We get it, but you still like that veteran leadership. Darius Williams. He was a leading corner for them. He was a huge part of this run. He'll be hitting the market. Sony Michelle hits the market. I don't know if they're going to necessarily be. In trouble with that, with Cam Aker coming back and hopefully being healthy after a full offseason. Guard Austin Corbett also to the market. Odell Beckham Jr. will be hitting the market. He might resign for cheap. Uh, Dante Dayon, cornerback, he got some play at the back half of uh, this. Joseph Noteboom hits the free agent market. He was starting for this team during the back stretch. Uh, Sebastian Joseph Day, defensive tackle, also goes to the market. Matt Gay, kicker, he will go to the market. Um... Linebacker Will Compton hits the market. I believe he was just picked up recently, though, from the Raiders. Uh, tight end Johnny Munt, I don't think he's going to be much of an issue. They've got a bunch of young guys there, tight end. But the Rams do pose to lose at least four, four to six big parts from this team. They're already in cap hell. Um, I mean, in terms of what they're really dealing with here for next year... The Rams are expected minus $10 million at the cap. Not pretty. Um, obviously, there's no New Orleans or Green Bay, but minus 10 mil, trying to make that crunch, trying to make that work, it ain't going to be easy for you, man. The Rams, a lot of big contracts at the top. They have 48 under contract. Uh, like, yeah. But, I mean, Donald's a big hit, $27 million. Jalen Ramsey, 23 Matt Stafford, 23 Leonard Floyd, 20 million. Cooper Cups at 18. I mean, by all all signs of it, he deserves the damn money. Andrew Whitworth uh is gonna probably be coming off the cap, but I think he does get dead money. He's he might only be 166, but he's planning on retiring. So like Yeah, that'll that'll free some up, but it ain't gonna be easy for these guys. Tyler Higby's on a big enough deal where you gotta figure out if he's worth keeping or you're gonna go with these young guys. Uh, I mean, the good news for them, they have a young receiver in Tutu Atwell. Let's see where he goes next. They've got Van Jefferson taking the step into the third year after not doing much his rookie year. Um, they've got a lot of good draft players on these rookie deals, but they aren't going to have a lot of draft picks. So the Rams are going to have to find a way to have these young kids step into the role here. Uh, since he, on the other hand, since he's got a long road to coming back, obviously a big thing, they do have a ton of cap room. 48 million dollars next year. That doesn't mean they're going to be big spenders. Um, Trey Waynes is their highest cap hit. Trey Hendrickson, the next highest. DJ Reader, third highest. Uh, Hendrickson and Reader both running from their teams. Waynes, I believe, is almost expiring contract soon. Joe Mixon got paid, and he deserves it. Joe Burrow will eventually be getting paid. You're still about three years away from that. Um, 
Sam Hubbard's on a decent contract. Chidobe Uze got paid. These are this is where you're really going to start seeing these guys get it. Hubbard recently got the extension. Um, Jamar Chase, though, he's on a rookie deal. They've got a lot of top young names that they're going to have to worry about, and they're going to have to figure out what's going to come up. In terms of free agents, um, they made the signing last year. They got Riley Reef. He's a free agent. Larry Ogunjobi, defensive tackle, will be a free agent. C.J. Ozuma, he hits the market as well. Um, Kevin Huber, not a big deal, like a punter, but Jesse Bates, starting safety for the team, he will hit the market. Eli Apple hits the market. I think they probably say good riddance. Uh, Quentin Spain was a starter. He's probably going to get a chance to be paid again. Buffalo paid him and then traded him. Um, where he'll end up from there, we don't really know. But since he's got the money to make themselves a player, and by say player, I, I do mean they were the very long shot of making this the Super Bowl from the AFC. You still have the road going through Buffalo and Kansas City. You still have the realistic shot of, okay, is anybody else going to step up there? I mean, realistically, the, the NFC is tough. The NFC, the Giants are, are projected to have dead cat money. The Rams, the Vikings, the Cowboys, the Packers, the, the Saints, those are all guys that made shots at, at being... Super Bowl contenders, and they don't have cap money. Atlanta doesn't have cap money, and their team was terrible. Arizona's going to be tight to the cap. San Fran's tight to the cap. Buffalo's over right now. Buffalo's going to got to make some moves. Um, but, I mean, Baltimore, are they going to come back? Does this run through Baltimore now? Um, is Cleveland going to fix their issues? There's no given road for Cincinnati. Although, yes, they're a very good team. When I say they're contenders, it's going to be they can spend money to continue to be the team they are. Um, but guys, I think that'll we'll cut this kind of short today. We'll, we'll make this a quicker episode. We'll be back on Friday introducing Jason as a new member of the show. And then we'll be back next week officially doing our, our fantasy awards for the year. But guys, thank you for listening. And hopefully what we brought up last week brought one of you guys some money. We look forward to another strong offseason, some some uh, scouting, some draft talk, some dynasty talk. We'll be getting back into that soon. And uh, shout out to our sponsors, Jeanette at the Therapy Sessions Buffalo, Charlie at Renegade Studios in St. Petersburg, Florida, Damien at the Platterbox in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada, and our friend Kyle down in Texas with chicken dipping because nothing goes better with football than chicken wings. And if you like chicken wings and you want to try these phenomenal new dipping cups, Check out chickendippin.com or chicken underscore dippin on Instagram and at checkout, put in code SPREAD716. That's right, S-P-R-E-A-D-716 for 15% off your order. But until next time, guys, we thank you for tuning in. Congratulations. Hopefully you won some money. Hopefully you won some money during the year as well. You keep on looking for those fantasy beasts, and we'll show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.